Welcome to the Pandora's Awareness Podcast, a place where we collect stories and circulate life-changing wisdom. Welcome to the captivating world of Sahara, a visionary entrepreneur, wellness travel coach, and the remarkable founder of the Travel Coach Network. With an unwavering passion for empowering others to travel, Sahara has embarked on an extraordinary journey of transforming lives and reshaping the way we experience the world. Meet Sahara, a visionary, empowering, and adventurous travel coach. Sahara, welcome to the Pandora's Awareness Podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Yes, yes, my friend. Your story is truly, truly inspiring. and It's worth sharing and with the folks that will listen to it in the future. Thank you and, so uh, much. Yes. How do you feel about what I just described about you just now? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like what I've been doing and what, what I'm working on. <laughs> And what would that be in your own words just now? Yeah, I mean, travel has been a big part of my life for the past uh, over a decade now. And what I'm used, what I learned throughout my travels is what I'm using to uh, really reshape what travel looks like moving forward and how and why people travel. And I do that in particularly through wellness travel, as well as the world of travel coaching. Mm. Well, I'm a fellow traveler like yourself. I like to be on the go. I, I would try to get myself into that nomad and nomad lifestyle, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would start with this big question, like I start with everybody. What would that um that question that you think about it at night before you go to bed, or that question that wakes you up in the morning? What would that question be for you? Oh, geez. Um, a question that I would have before I go to bed or that I wake up in the morning is really just like reassuring that I'm on the right path of my life purpose and what I'm doing in my, in my businesses. And what, what kind of answer I've been showing up for you? Well, that's the answer is a hundred percent. Yes, I am. I mean, to see the growth and to see the, the attention for what um, I'm doing in the world of wellness travel, as well as travel coaching um, really reassures that I am on the right path. And I'm a big believer in listening to my gut and my heart, you know, staying true to myself, following accepting the process and following the journey as it evolves. And I learn throughout, learn along the way. Uh, I appreciate the information that you shared with me um, on that, that uh, document. And it was very inspiring to see how much stuff you've done and all the places you've been and, and how much people you have interact with. So I would, I'm curious to know what were some of the favorite places you've traveled to that you would just, people would just probably not even realize how awesome it is. Yeah. Um, well, some of the, I think, places that are underrated that I've been to definitely is Israel. I really enjoyed my time in Tel Aviv. And I I know that Tel Aviv is like a whole world within Israel, but I did not know how much I was going to love, love it there. Another place that I found myself going back to a few times was the Philippines. And that's another overlooked destination that has incredible beaches, um, very affordable once you're there and um, a beautiful culture and people that are just so smiley and, and welcoming. And then lastly, a place that I really loved as well that a lot of people don't really talk much about is Myanmar, Burma. And mm. I play, I visit places like Inlay Lake there, which is one of the most serene places I've ever seen. And just the temples, people there as well, too. It was quite an adventure. Mm. That's interesting. So when it comes to culture, then, from various places you've been to, like, how is the culture of the places you've 
you've interacted with, you've been to, how does it affect your life so far? Yeah, I mean, it. when I travel to places and when I say the culture that I, you know, fell in love with, what I mean is like how the people perceived or treated me, um, how my interactions were, how um, safe and comfortable I felt. So we, we forget what it's like being in, you know, the U.S. or in whether it's Canada or Australia, where we're used, we're living in our own world, but then it's so diverse with people from all around the world coming to visit. We don't often put ourselves into their shoes of what, what the experience looks like for them, how, you know, what worries and fears go through their heads. How do they want to feel, they want to feel accepted and understood as well. So being a traveler, you get to wear those shoes now. And so the places that I've been to where I felt the most secure and safe and accepted are places that really made a big imprint on me. And all of that really shapes my perspective of who I am as a person, how I treat others, um, how I hope my friends and family treat others, and how I hope people coming into my hometown or country or state feel um, accepted as well, too. That's remarkable, by the way, because oftentimes a lot of people that that they fear of traveling. And sometimes the fear of traveling is what what how people gonna, like receive you on the other end or are they going to accept you? And sounds like you've really tapped into that to kind of like simmer down the fear on certain people that when they do think about traveling. I mean, sometimes airport is scary for a lot of people too. I remember I was in one of the airport I was traveling and I saw this one lady and she just, her flight got delayed and she was freaking out. Like she was losing her mind. And I tried to like, you know, go over there and try to calm her down and help her out and stuff like that. But I can just see sometimes the paranoia that people have with traveling itself, just being in a, in a space where the, the plan doesn't work as well or the thing doesn't work out the same way and they're just freaking out. Have you ever noticed that, recognized that, see that in, in the folks that you, deal, that you deal with? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, traveling, there's so many uh, unexpected hurdles that we are faced with. Uh, I mean, traveling itself has so many friction points with delayed flights or canceled flights or, um, you know, chain, you flew into, you know, a layover in a different hotel you need, or a different uh, airport you need to connect in, your hotel overbooked and now you don't have a place to stay, your train's running late. There's just so many different factors we face as travelers in general. And then add on top of that, traveling to a destination maybe you haven't been to, maybe you're not familiar with the language, maybe you've never gone on a solo trip before, maybe you've never traveled, you know, with this particular friend or, or family member before. Um, you just, there's a lot of unknown that happens. And so I can understand how stress kind of gets built within that. But I think that as travelers, we, and as human beings, we can find the humanity in these situations and kind of be there to support one another. And that's something that I always found a lot of value in for myself was when I was traveling and I, I call them my travel angels when I traveled, because there's just different moments where I really needed help for whatever reason. It wasn't like a, a safety thing, um, luckily, but you know, I needed I didn't know how to get to this airport. My flight was like in an hour or um, I didn't have a place to stay because mm. all the hotel rooms were booked up and I didn't do enough planning in advance. And um, there was someone there to help me uh, and guide me and to whatever extent. And I just, it made, it helped me so much 
in that moment. So I think if we just find that humanity in some way to be there for other people, it makes the journey a little bit easier and a little bit more sweeter too. Hmm. You know, I was listening to you and what showed up to my mind just now. I listened because sometimes the person that, that the airline person that runs the airlines, it might seem like you can call them up and just get some kind of like advice and just kind of like a lean into like, hey, you're going here. There might be an expert at location you go in and kind of soothe your your fears and stuff. But it, that's not a skill set. They just get they just put you on a flight. But when it comes to a person that, hey, you're going to catch a flight and you're going to go to a location that you're not familiar with. Like, how do you coach somebody into that process where they're like, mm, like, I'm worried about I have all these fears. How do you speak to that fear? Yeah. I mean, that's really what a lot of travel coaches focus on as well is, you know, some travel coaches do focus on certain destinations that they, you know, have experience with, or that they absolutely fell in love with and being able to work with people on all these limiting beliefs that they have around travel itself. And, in and especially in a certain destination, um, can really help when you have that support and that guidance you know, everyone's experience is going to look different for everyone, but knowing that you have that cushion to fall back and that, uh, reassurance that, you know, I am, I might feel uncomfortable in a little bit, but this is part of the process. This is part of the journey. Things will get better, or this is just part of the process of learning and growing, which is why we turn to travel in the first place. We turn to travel to, we're seeking some sort of change in feeling. We're seeking some sort of change in our, our life, or our mindset. We're seeking some sort of, whether it's healing our souls or a transformation mm-hmm. of some sort, we don't often see that light at the end of the tunnel when we have all these little small hurdles, fears, and worries that are blocking us along the way. So having that travel coach there to help with that empowerment side, that mindset side, that planning side can give you that little nudge um, to help you see the light at the end of the tunnel so that you can use these travel experiences to the to your benefit, to have that transformation, the outcome that you've been looking for from the very beginning of wanting to go on the trip in the first place. Hmm. It's sounds like what you're saying. It's not just put you on a flight, but give you a, a vision of what it's going to be on the other side. So how do you create that vision or what is that vision for you right now when you speak to people that are looking to travel the world in the same capacity that you did? I mean, to travel the capacity that I did is quite extensive to 84 (laughs) countries. Um, I don't really recommend that to everyone and it's not feasible um, or most people aren't able to do that. I totally understand. Um, But I'm a big believer that people should travel to some degree in their life and that travel is attainable no matter your budget, no matter your time frame, no matter your lifestyle. Um, And that's what different travel coaches help focus on too, because everyone comes from different backgrounds and different perspectives. Um, I just happened to be a master at solo budget travel over the years because I wanted to get to, you know, um, I didn't have a set amount of countries, but I wanted to see the world. And I knew that I had myself to depend on for that um, and made that happen. But being able to help people realize that travel is this really important and powerful tool to help us. Um, thrive in our personal lives, our work lives, our relationships, our well-being and more is, you know, one of the key messages that I just want people to know and believe that like you can travel to whatever extent that you want to. You can use travel as this vessel that is pulling you for, you know, this change in your life you're looking for. And this is the way that you can do that through working with a travel coach. Hmm. Here's something interesting. I mean, being in the military, I do a lot of traveling too. But one thing, I, what my biggest takeaway was 
you know, oftentimes we can go to school to learn, but I think traveling is like one of the biggest educational pieces that I've found in my life. Like yeah. it was the most education I got was from traveling. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what, what are you, what are your take? What do you feel on that, that concept itself? Yeah, I always say that travel has been my greatest professor um, in life. I learned not only so much about the world through travel, obviously, mm-hmm. but I also learned a lot about myself through travel too. I learned about you know who I wanted to be as a person, what my values were, what mattered to me, what didn't matter to me in life. It taught me how to treat others. It taught me to be more open-minded and empathetic. Um, it taught me to be grateful and it taught me to, um, you know, be aware of our differences and also how alike we are as well at the same time. Uh, but then when it comes to the world, just how one of the biggest things that travel taught me is that happiness does not stem from material things Mm. or money because some of the happiest people that I met around the world were people who lived on an isolated island who didn't have very much, who, you know, this is a, in particular an experience that I, I had in the Philippines after a typhoon, a super typhoon, uh, one of the largest uh, that hit the Philippines. I went and lived on this island that got devastated. And it was um, an island that had a uh, handful of schools and, and elderly farmers living on it. And they lost practically everything. And when I went to go help in any way that I can and live there, and become, you know, one of them uh, for a couple of months, I saw that they were some of the happiest people and some of the kindest and most generous people when they had nothing to begin with, you know, before the storm took what they did have away. And that really opened my eyes to like what, what the meaning to life is and happiness and fulfillment is. And it doesn't have anything to do with how many how nice your stuff is or how big your home is or how fancy your clothes are or how many friends you have or you know how much money in your bank account that let you can live a happy life if you change your perspective on what actually like happiness means hmm. to not if have you could trade anything to to, to to never travel again would there anything that you would trade never travel again honestly i would not trade and this is kind of weird but i would not trade my business what is to not travel again only saying that because even though travel is a huge passion of mine, it led me to use that passion for travel to have another passion in helping others. And that is something that I dedicate my time every single day towards. And I just can't fathom what my life, just like I couldn't fathom my life with uh, without travel, I can't fathom my life without my business now. Mm. Mm. Okay, no, that's a that's a, that's a weird question, but I thought I was I was gonna see what uh, you flip it. If you got to speak to somebody that's just gonna start traveling, or somebody that maybe just getting find their footstep, but the, the early part of your your journey as, as far as traveling, like how did that how did that journey started? Yeah, well, I didn't grow up from a fam in a family that traveled much. I grew up as an only child to a single mom, and we didn't have very much money um, outside of what our necessities were, and. Travel just wasn't something we talked about other than we packed all in the family van and drove across country to visit my grandmother's family in Mexico and then up to Canada, visit my grandfather's family in Quebec. And that was our sense of traveling. No one traveled for business. My grandmother actually passed away without ever flying on a plane. And I just never knew that travel was an option. Um, And it wasn't until I got a little bit older that I started in school, learning about these different countries. And I'm, I 
I'm an artist myself. I do a lot of paintings and I love animals. So I started seeing pictures of the Costa Rica and the beautiful animals and the lush greenery in the rainforest. And it just, something just captivated me. And I always said, I want to go to Costa Rica and it just stuck with me. And then I started hearing this uh, idea of backpacking when I was in Europe, I heard of mm-hmm. people who were backpacking to Europe and I'm like, that sounds really cool. Could I take, not go to college yet? And I can go backpacking and my mom did not let me skip <laughs> um, a semester of college. So I did not do that. So I went through college and I was never someone who knew what my career path was going to be. I was not like my friends in school who knew that they wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist or a veterinarian or a teacher. I didn't know. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had so many interests and skills, but I didn't know what direction to go in. And so it was my third year university. And I was actually moving back across country, uh, closer to my hometown. And I had a very small window of time to find a new university to go to. So I was doing some research and I didn't have a major at my other uh previous university. And I came across a hospitality and tourism program in Chicago. And I was like, great, I will travel. Sounds fun. Um, Maybe one day I can go somewhere. And I joined it. And I was really inspired by the foreign exchange students in my program who had talked about how many countries they've been to and how easy it was to travel within Europe and Asia. And I opened my mind to that there are so many other places in this world to discover and explore that is far beyond my home country. Um, And that was the catalyst. And I changed my money mindset. I worked my butt off. I worked a lot of jobs. I saved my money. And when I graduated in 2010 from university, I had enough money in my bank account to go on my very first backpacking trip. I didn't have any friends to go with me and I didn't care. Um, And I booked that one-way ticket to Ireland. And I thought I'd come back after a month and a half and quote unquote, figure out my life and get a corporate job and, you know, find a place to live. And I got bit by the travel bug. I came back home for the holidays, repacked my bag and booked a ticket to Costa Rica. And I kept going for the next 10 years. Mm. Wow. A lot, a lot. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. And, and I know the, the travel, travel, it's a travel network. Let me say that right. Travel coach network. Yeah. Travel coach network. Mm-hmm. I know this is like a delivery system for you, but I'm, I'm trying to figure like what what's at the heart the heart of all of this that you're, you're trying to get people to kind of become aware of and trying to test out like what is it that you want them to really take from this this whole experience of traveling what is it what's, what's at the heart of it what's the heart of a travel experience in general what you want them to take from what you've experienced so far yeah i just want people to know that travel is a really powerful tool to um you know grow as a person to be inspired to um enrich your life and fulfill you and it doesn't have to be something that we only have to do once a year or that has to take a big bite out of our budget um we all turn to travel for really personal reasons in the first place Mm -hmm. so within the world of travel coaching and the travel coach network Um, Our main message is to help people use that travel as that powerful tool for healing, learning, growing, um, connecting, and more. It's why we've done it, why we traveled all along. It's just now being more mindful that using travel as that avenue to be able to reach our goals to achieve these different aspects of our life. Well, thank you for sharing that. And I'm curious, what, what what else is on your list to travel to? Like what other places around the world you're like, oh, I haven't been here, but it's on my list to go to. What, what are those? 
Well, I mean, since I've been to six continents, it would be nice to go to Antarctica at some point to cross mm. off the seventh. Um, but, you know, so other than things like the southern island of New Zealand, uh, I'm a very big nature person. I want to go to parts of Canada like Banff. Um, where I can see the reflective uh, water, uh, mountains on the water. Um, those are some of the places that I would like to go to. Um, there's places that I haven't been to in quite a bit, and like Western Europe, so Southern Italy would be ideal. Mm. Anywhere where there's warm water and beaches, it's just nice to be able to go back and to relax in. Okay, well, thank you for sharing that as well. We're we going to wrap it up, and if somebody want to connect with you now, and hey... Sahara, you sound like you have cracked the code, got a recipe for travel. How can they reach you? Yeah, well, you can learn more about uh, the Travel Coach Network at thetravelcoachnetwork.com, the Travel Coach Network on Instagram, Facebook, and across all the platforms. You can find me, Sahara Rose, the Travel Coach, on all the platforms as well. Okay, all right. Well, thank you, my friend, for showing up and blessing us with your energy and the wisdom and the insight that you've gathered over your travel experience thank you so much for having me it was a a pleasure okay and you're here with with the pandora's awareness podcast where we collect stories and circulate live shares and